Life is so much easier when you're not worried about money. What if you could learn how to live the life you desire with the money you earn? Or let us help you have more money to enjoy an even bigger life. Learn the same money skills and methodology that we use now on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast. Here's your money mentor and host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Women Gaining Wealth Podcast for March 25th, 2015, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and help people take control of their finances. The focus of today's podcast is all about my lessons learned from the world's greatest marketing workshop by Peak Potentials. I just returned from an intense five days in Orlando. I'm talking long days, like 9 a.m. till 10 p.m. with some short breaks, which actually equals about two semesters of college marketing training. There's tons of lessons, but my focus today is how to create your own marketing plan, and I'll be sharing my own marketing plan so you can mirror it, use it as a template, or leverage some of the ideas. So let me get started. The first thing you need in your marketing template is to define your target market. Now, I did an earlier podcast on defining your ideal customer, so I will be skipping this section. You can always go back and listen to it on iTunes. But basically, you want to identify your demographics. These are things like gender, age, income, where they live, etc. And their psychographics. These are things, um, an easy way to do it is what are they like? Do they like to work out? Do they like to shop? Do they like to go out to eat? What kind of cars do they drive? Just a little bit more about themselves. Maybe they invest in personal development or they read. They take um, luxurious vacations versus camping vacations. So really getting to know your customer. So I won't cover that, but make sure you go back and listen to that fun podcast. There's some really easy how-to tricks in there. The next thing you need to do is kind of figure out your company name, your headline, and your subheadline. Now for women gaining wealth, what we have is learn, grow, prosper. That's kind of our tagline. We like to teach education so people can implement that and eventually prosper and grow their business and have more freedom in their life. So that's ours. I would highly recommend you get with a branding specialist for this. If I had to redo starting my business over, probably the first step I would have liked to know about was branding. I got kind of a late start on branding. So now when I meet people, I'm telling them, go figure out your brand first, and then the rest of this will fall into place so much easier. So that's branding. The next thing you're going to need, you have to figure out your unique selling proposition. USP is another name to call this. Now this is what makes you different from everybody else and why people should buy from you. Now of course you'll always be different because you have different experiences and educations and life lessons so this one will take a little bit of thought and again I would take that to a branding company. I know several different ones so if you need a recommendation send me an email nancy at womengainingwealth.com and I will point you in the right direction and make some introductions to some awesome branding people. So for now I'm still working on mine. But what I've got is that I bring decades of consulting experience from huge global companies to small and medium-sized businesses. We can execute and adjust more easily than large consulting corporations, so we're much more nimble. And we have an extensive network of experts that we can tap into to make you successful. So I'm still working on that one, but there's an example of a unique selling proposition. 
Some of the other things you might have heard, Domino's Pizza, 30 minutes or it's free. FedEx, when it has to be there overnight. Um, let's see what else. Procter & Gamble's got quite a few. Dawn takes grease out of the way. There's all sorts of unique selling propositions. And again, I could put you in touch with some people that could really pull that out of you so you've got one that's super unique. The next thing you need is a story. A story is another word for your why. Why are you even in this business? What kind of things do you want to do so people have better lives? Again, I've just signed up for this amazing course with Bo Eason. He's an ex-football player who just has this talent for helping people develop their stories and piecing them together into a way. So when you're on stage or you're explaining to a customer one-on-one over a cup of coffee, they get what what makes you tick. They understand why you're in business, how you can help them, and it really helps you connect. So I'm excited to go figure out my story in more depth later this year in October. Okay, so that's the background. That stuff is pretty easy. Now here's the true guts of your marketing plan. You have to decide your features and your benefits. A feature is just what your product can do, but a benefit is really what's so good about that. Right? Why is this important for your customer to know and will it move them to take action? So I'm kind of working on mine still, but some of mine are, I have massive amounts of consulting knowledge, almost two decades. I've worked in six countries and 19 industries. I bring all of that to you so you don't have to learn on your own and you get to your goals faster by using my experience. I'm also playing with, I'm committed to your success so you can rest easy that you'll succeed if you follow my plan. And I'm also working on flexible to solve a variety of problems. So most likely we've already encountered that and we'll bring the answer right to you. So I invite you to play with that a little bit, see how that works. And the next thing you're going to need is a call to action. Now these aren't in any order except on the piece of paper they gave us. I probably would have rerouted these a little bit differently. So just kind of bear with me as they come up. A call to action is one of the biggest things people are missing in their business. They just place all this information out there on their website or on their brochures, wherever they talk about it, but they never ask anybody to do anything. People are bombarded with so many things in life today that if you don't specifically ask them to do something, they won't. So my call to action, and a call to action be as simple as email us for a free report, call us to schedule an appointment, click on this link to schedule an appointment. Whatever it is, it's asking them to do something. So some of my call to actions right now, I invite people to click on a link and schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me. I've got call to actions to buy some of my products. Right now, I just finished this incredible 15-video series on how to be an MVP. That's a money-volumizing person. That's a program for people that are struggling with their finances and want some education. So that's a cool one. I've also got a call to action to book Nancy to speak. So if companies want me to come out to their corporations and do a lunch and learn or a full day event, they that's a call to action. Again, a lot of people are missing that. I've gone to websites and there's absolutely no invitation for me to work further with them. So obviously I move on to somebody else. So you get a call to action and you can have more than one. Like I just gave you three examples. You might have five, ten, whatever, depending on what your products are. Okay, the next thing, again, not in any particular order, you need to figure out who you're going to JV with. Those are joint venture partners. Who can you 
get on your team to help sell some of your products and services and you'll help them in return. So here's a perfect example of some of my colleagues at my BNI networking group. There's a chiropractor, a personal trainer, and a massage therapist. They are the perfect power partners because the chiropractor can recommend that people train with the trainer to get in shape and then go have a massage afterwards and the massage people can do the same and refer the other two to them. So they've got kind of a triangle of let's make sure we get people to visit our services and the result is they're all getting more income because they're all getting more customers and the customers having a better experience because it's complete. So some of my joint venture partners I have an excellent website developer, one of the best in the industry. He was just named one of the top 100 social media influencers. He has web development services. He also has a do-it-yourself program where people can learn how to get more traffic to their own site. So he's one of my partners that I like to refer my clients to. I also work with another person who has outstanding seminars on sales and personal development. So that's the second one. I refer people to peak potential courses, just like the one I just took with World's Greatest Marketing. And I've got some branding experts and social media experts that I partner with to help my clients. So you should go ahead and make a list of partners that would complement your services and benefit your clients. The next thing you need is a referral program. This is, again, joint ventures will probably give you a a commission for referring them but you also want a referral program for your own clients and reward them when they are making recommendations to others about your services. It could be something like refer four clients, get one free visit or a free hour or whatever it is. So I encourage you to put together a really strong referral program so your clients feel recognized and incented to find more clients for you. Okay, now we are moving on to the next section, which is called offers. Offers is just a fancy word for what you are selling. So the first thing you need to do, we talked about call to action. You want to start building a list of people that are interested in your services. That's called an opt-in on your web pages. But in general, you just want to start collecting names and contact information so you can start building a list of people that may want some of your services. After you do that, You want an outrageous first-time offer, something that is so incredible that they can't say no to you, meaning it's going to have to have a low price and a low commitment on their end. Uh, You always hear the example about dating. Nobody's going to propose, well, not too often, propose to somebody on the first date for marriage. They want to kind of test them out with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and see where it goes. Same thing with your first-time offer. You want to make something with a low commitment and low price, that they can kind of test you out, see if you're a good fit. What you'll find is people that buy from you are going to want to buy from you if they really like you again and again. They'll become part of your tribe. So here's kind of um, one off, one outrageous offer that I'm putting together for my speaking event, event in April. And because I don't have my own products, I am partnering with other people to put together just an outrageous offer so people can work further with me. Mine is going to include building your credibility tool t- toolkit. So my talk is on Harrow, Help a Reporter Out. That's where reporters are looking for sources to give them information so that they can write their articles and publish them. It might be a radio show, might be TV, might be a book, but Help a Reporter Out. 
those reporters don't have enough information, so they're reaching out to others to sort in the missing fields. Okay, so my toolkit, Build Your Credibility, will talk about how to get selected by Harrow time after time. A lot of people make submissions and never, ever get picked. I've had almost 10 submissions, and between books, magazines, I'm working on a radio show. It's just been super fun. The other thing, as I was talking about, one of my partners is going to throw in 60 days free for his product where people can learn how to get traffic to his website. I'm working on another partner to include a CD on overcoming your little voice. That's where your mind is causing you doubts and and questioning stuff so you don't move forward. And I'm also going to throw in 90 days of group coaching calls twice a month. Now, I'm still working on the price for this, but so far that's probably almost $2,000 of value and I'm going to sell for just a killer price. So same thing, try to come up with just an incredible offer first time ever so people will try you. In the fitness industry, maybe you do an assessment of their body fat and basic fitness level for just an incredibly low price and throw in the first personal training session free. If that works out, people will kind of feel a little obligation to try you again and they won't feel the the resistance to even jump in and work with you. So that's kind of an example. The next thing you need are upsells and downsells. So if someone's going to purchase something from you, and Amazon does this all the time, you want to sell them, at least offer them something more in case they want to buy more. So when I'm on Amazon and I buy a book, something pops up and says, Other people who bought this book like you also bought product A, B, C, and D. So I've got the option to increase my sale by looking at what they did. So my particular option, right, my upsell, downsell right now, I collect somebody's email address in exchange for a free report, Five Secrets to Wealth. Right after that, on my website, something pops up for them to buy that video course I mentioned earlier. If they say yes it will go ahead and put that in their cart. If they say no, they'll be downselled into a $10 recording of my four-hour seminar that I did in Denver. If they say yes, that goes in their cart. If they say no, the final downsell is a free 15-minute consultation with me. Now, if you've got questions on this, I can definitely help you or put you in touch with somebody. This is called your a part of your funnel. Just so you're not just working with them one time, you want to offer them as much as you can and try to keep them as a customer. The next thing is called a back-end product. This is mostly for you that are speakers. If you get invited or you found, you know, you sold your way onto somebody else's room or stage, at the end of your talk, you want to give people an opportunity to continue and work with you. So it may be a package like I mentioned earlier. That's what I'm going to roll out at my April speaking event. It might be books, either your books or somebody else's books. It might be some other systems they can buy, other programs, whatever. You want to always give people another opportunity to work with you, and a lot of times they're going to say yes. So that's called the back-end product. And then the next thing you need is a marketing system. So as you're collecting people's email addresses on your website, you want to start courting those people, right? You want to send them emails with lots of value, giving them tips and tricks, maybe occasionally offering one of your products, inviting them to, for me, I invite them to listen to my podcasts, I send newsletters, I'll promote my products and other people's products. You need some sort of ongoing way to connect with people with really exciting emails that people want to open. So that's called database marketing. And the last thing in this area is you want some sort of continuity program. That's an ongoing program where people pay you month after month. 
The best example of this I can think of is Massage Envy. You pay $49 a month and you get one massage at that price. You can purchase additional, but month after month, they are collecting money on your credit card. A lot of times you might not even show up for your massage, but it's for them, it's recurring income every single month. So this is called a membership site. I will be rolling one of these out shortly too with lots of business lessons learned, tips and tricks, but the the fitness industry has tons of these. You pay and you belong to a certain area of their website only members get to go to that has exclusive information the everyday person doesn't have. So again, I can talk to you a little bit more about how to set these up and how to generate income. And it's so amazing. Just think, if you could have 34 people paying you $30 a month, that's $1,000 of income you can get in this membership site continuity program just to start off with. And that's month after month after month, you know, provided you're giving good value and people don't cancel. But that's just a really quantitative example. And then the last thing I'm going to talk about in your marketing plan, I'm not going to talk about social media on this time, but I do want to talk about interview questions. So as you get more known in your business and you're building your business, people are going to want to talk to you about things. It could be clients, it could be radio, it could be magazine. You should come up with five questions you want them to ask ahead of time so you're not surprised and they all have to lead to something important in your business. So your whole goal is to get your message out. So for example, here's one, what excites you about your business today? That's a perfect opportunity to say why you're different, why your business is the right place to be right now. One might be looking back, what was a lesson you learned that can help others facing the same problem? This gives you a great end to your story. You know, what did what didn't work for you? How did you overcome it? And by sharing what you did, people won't have to go through that same painful journey to get where you are. So that's kind of cool. I also like what keeps people from being successful? Again, perfect opportunity for you to jump in there with why you're qualified and how you can help them be successful and what's holding them back. And the last one I came up with are what are some of the common myths about your area of expertise? I was helping a roofer the other day and he had this question and he's like, well, people think it's expensive to do the roof or you have to have the longest number of years for the shingles or you can place, I mean, he had all sorts of stuff where people just weren't aware, and it was a great opportunity for him to educate them on roofing. I also know a mortgage broker who um, is really good about educating his clientele about getting mortgages, and people don't even know that. So that's a perfect question for a radio show or a magazine. What are some common myths? And it's perfect time for you to share all of your knowledge. So that's all I have for today. I'm going to talk a little bit more about marketing and all the cool things I learned at this seminar shortly, but this is a longer podcast from usual, so we will wrap it up for today. Have an outstanding week. Join us next week for the Women Gaining Wealth Show. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Women Gaining Wealth Podcast with Nancy Gaines. Find new episodes on iTunes and the website womengainingwealth.com. Share your success stories with us and inspire other women. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by visiting womengainingwealth.com. Until next time, learn, grow, prosper on Women Gaining Wealth Podcast.